Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, we are back here at the Ohioan. Hey, Craig, how's it going today? Going well. How are you, Chris? I'm okay. Um, kind of a busy weekend for a lot of stuff. Um, you know, the Columbus shooting, the aftermath of what happened with the police shooting of a 16-year-old girl. Um, you know, I got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed in people. Um, LeBron James, you know, NBA star, Northeast Ohio native, um, you know, he's been very outspoken about issues, and Hey, we all have opinions. You know, he's got no problem doing that. Well, the day of the shooting, he immediately posted a picture because uh, neighbors nearby, you know, the picture of the guy, the police officer who made the shot, you you know, it was out there. You you can see what he looked like and everything. Well, again, uh, this was the same day of the Chauvin trial. And, you know, LeBron had a word he was tweeting out a couple times, accountability. And he had, you're next and kind of a picture of the guy, and said accountability. Now, Craig, in your life, and I know you're active on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, if, if we could see all of your posts laid out, I, I'm sure there'll be some posts either that I would determine or you would determine to say, hey, you know, I probably didn't word this the right way. For whatever reason. I, I'm, not talking, I'm not saying a tweet about police shooting. I mean, any tweet in the world, you know? I mean, you could probably say, hey, someone could read that wrong, right? Right. Absolutely. Well, so here's the thing that bugged me. I don't know if that was worded the best, but I think it was pretty clear. If you look at the context of it, you know, sadly, the shooting happened very shortly after the verdict was read for the Chauvin case. Um, You know, LeBron earlier that day posted about, hey, we have accountability now. Because you know, Chauvin got found guilty for um, his role in the death of uh, of the unarmed, um, you know, person of color out there, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, was the wording correct? Probably not. But I think the context was clear. I don't think LeBron was calling for someone there to shoot and you know kill the officer. He was just saying, "Hey, look, you know." Maybe this guy should be found guilty or, you know, go to trial. So I I guess the thing that bugs me more than anything else, and we're at the same point as we talked about over the weekend. I I think we released the show on Friday or Saturday. It looks like police follow policy. I'm not quite sure if the policy is sound. We can discuss that and everything, but the police follow policy. But... Here's the thing that bothers me, Craig. Do you think that there's a race factor in this? Because everyone, 
a lot of people will tell LeBron, shut up and dribble, stop talking about politics, stop talking about social issues. You know, you're a great basketball player, just play basketball. And I I can't help but to think, you know, LeBron's black. And, you know, we're saying this, and what will we say if, let's say, Larry Bird made a tweet like that? Or I, I'm trying to think of a, a white player in the NBA that's well-known. Well, you know, it's hard to say because we haven't – I mean, we've seen some white players that have come out against, you know, police brutality and, you know, especially last summer when a lot of NBA players were sort of standing in unity. Um, but, yeah, I do think there's an element of of race to this that, you know, we've seen – we've heard the shut up and dribble stuff, and I just don't buy it. I mean, you know, a lot of people vilified, you know – players in the in the NBA in the past for not speaking out on social issues. And then now you have someone like LeBron James, who he has more than just basketball. It's a brand. He's a brand of a, a person. He sells clothing. He has, you know, all of these philanthropic things that he does. He has, clo- you know, shoes. He, you know, he's got something beyond basketball. Obviously basketball allowed him to get to that point, but He's not afraid to talk, and, and I, I respect that about him because, you know, there are plenty of people probably, you know, whether it's in Los Angeles or New York or Cleveland or where he's from in Akron that may not like him because of what he says or because he speaks out, you know, which is why we get the shut up and dribble thing. But I respect him for coming out and saying, look, you know, this is not right. Now, like, like you said, I don't know that he handled this tweet the other, you know, last week very well. But like you said, everybody makes mistakes on, on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And you, you sort of, you know, own up to it. You move on. And I still think that, you know, just because he's a basketball player doesn't mean that he's not allowed to speak his mind because that would be like him saying as a, you know, if you're a cashier at Kroger, well, just shut up and scan, scan items. You know, you don't need to talk about your, your political views. So, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinions, and especially when it comes to politics. And we're in a society that, I mean, teaches us. And I think we got a good reminder of this with COVID. I mean, I hear this all the time at work. We get memos about this. And Craig and I work for the same company. You know, hey, you know, work-life balance. Yeah, work hard here. Do your job. You know, work hard. You know, let's get numbers. Let's do well. But but try and maintain that balance. Don't work here 80 or 100 hours a week. Work here what you are asked to do. Then go home. Enjoy your family and everything. Well, I think we forget. We like to say we like to keep that balance, but we don't. We know each other for work and everything. I I mean, I know Craig more about work than I know about his family. Uh, you know, Craig knows, I'm sure, more about me at work than I'm, uh, about my family. And let's look at the same thing, a, a player like LeBron. Now, yes, we've known LeBron because he's a dominant basketball player. We probably wouldn't have known LeBron if he wasn't a dominant basketball player. But LeBron's got family. <laughs> LeBron goes home. Yes, his lifestyle, his life is dramatically different than what, you know, Craig, you and I will face today, but he's a human. He's a, a father. He's a uh, son of his you know mother. Um, he's a you know a husband and everything else like that. 
And, and you know, Craig, I think the theme that we've talked about, probably even over life as podcasts, is let's treat other people like we want to be treated. And I don't want to accuse everybody of shutting trouble of being a horrifying racist. But when you look at a guy like Bron- LeBron, you say, hey, you know, you're only qualified enough to play basketball for me. So dance, you know, play basketball for me and everything. Right. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, hey, I may not agree with all of your political beliefs. You may not agree with all my political beliefs. Uh, we've talked about stances on other issues. We've talked about how we feel about journalism. Craig and I don't agree on everything. But you've got to respect somebody as a human being. And it could be somebody that we hate. It could be a bad, you know, just a rough experience we have with a boss or anything. But, you know, we got to treat others like human beings. And, and you know, LeBron, he's entitled to his opinion. It, it doesn't matter that he's a great basketball player. He's a human being. He's entitled to his opinion. Since he is a great basketball player, his platform is a lot bigger than your platform or my right. platform. But still, He's got that. And even if you're a, a wonderful LeBron fan and worship the ground he works on or, or walks on, if you don't agree with him, don't agree with him. It's yeah. opinions. I mean, yeah. it's America. This is what we fought for and everything. And it's just it's just discouraging. So Yeah, I mean you can you can love LeBron as a player but not care too much for what he says politically, and that's fine. I don't I don't care what anybody, you know, if, if someone, if your favorite athlete or movie star or celebrity of whatever kind, if they, you know, if they say or do something that you don't agree with, that's fine. They can do that. You cannot like everything that someone does or says. I mean, it is what it's, it's, that's life. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that's probably what it is where, you know, people love LeBron so much as a player that it's kind of jarring when he actually speaks out against something that maybe they don't believe in, and that's and that maybe calls for their hatred of him, and, and it shouldn't. I mean, if you don't like LeBron's politics, then either don't watch basketball or just leave it at the doorstep when you do watch him play and just say, I'm just going to watch LeBron James play basketball. I don't care whether he says this, this, or this. I just want to see him play basketball, and that's fine. Or if you care about him playing basketball, then also say good for him that he's using his platform for what he believes is the betterment of society. Then what's wrong with that? Let's let's applaud that too. Well, and speaking about that, over the weekend, and you know, Craig, we got to start calling these guys out for who they are. Um, you know, over the weekend, obviously the Columbus shooting was big news. Obviously, LeBron's tweet was big news. So. You know, people out there will say, how do I get myself involved? How do I hit the news cycle right? And holy cow, Craig, uh, in Delhi Township, and and that's in Cincinnati down the west side, uh, there is a bar down there. And I'm trying to get his name. Yeah, Jane Lineman of Lynn's Pub in Delhi Township. Um, You you know, I, I don't know how big Lynn's Pub is. I mean, it looks like a decent-sized pub, but it's like probably any other bar out there. Well, Jay made the same over the weekend saying, hey, we're not going to show any more NBA games at my pub until LeBron gets expelled from the league. (laughs) And as you might expect, all kinds of reaction, because for those of you who think LeBron shouldn't talk, everyone's like, man, we're going to Jay's pub. What Or Lynn's pub. What a great place. We'll, We'll go see Jay and everything. 
And then LeBron gets chastised. And again, have your opinion on if LeBron should have responded, but he was kind of sarcastically like, oh, man, I was going to go watch a game there. Okay. It is a PR grab. Um, this Jay guy, I mean, come on. If the only way LeBron would be expelled from the league is if Jay's pub or Lynn's pub would have more economic impact on the NBA than LeBron playing would. Obviously, that's not going to happen. And right. even if Lynn's pub gets 100 bars around to say, no, we're not going to do that, that's not going to make a difference. To be honest with you, Craig, when I've watched games at bars, I can't remember ever a time I've watched a basketball game at a bar. Uh, when I'm in a sport, sports bar or, or, or whatever to watch a game, typically it's a football game, right? I mean, right. I mean, I once watched a hockey game at a night, not a nightclub, but a sports bar. It felt weird. <laughs> I mean, again, you're, you're there to watch football, right? Is this any more than just a blatant PR grab where? Everybody on one side's high five. It really doesn't mean much of anything. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think this really means much. I mean, I, I don't live there, so I don't know how popular this bar is. But you know, the same person who's using his, I guess you could say, clout to to say that he's not going to show any NBA games on TV are they're they're the same people that are saying that LeBron James shouldn't use his position and platform to speak on issues. So it, it, it doesn't really make sense to me that this guy speaks out using his ability to because if he wasn't a bar owner, would anybody know who he's who he is, you know? Right. So I, I just think this is much ado about nothing. I don't think – I mean, I'm not saying that people don't go to bars and maybe watch games. You know, like you said, it's more of a football thing, I think, as far as sports bars go. But, I you know, I'm glad LeBron cla- – you know, I, I like LeBron's comeback, which was kind of funny. Um right. But this guy, yeah, I, I think a lot of it is just what did he do here? Well, he announces he's not going to play any NBA games on his at his bar, and he gets a story written about him. So at the end of the day, it's kind of a it kind of works as a publicity thing, where you know anybody that has maybe not heard of this bar now knows about it because of what he said. And oh, it just so happened that he got LeBron James to kind of clap back at him a little bit. So. I think more so than anything, this guy's plan was to at least get his name out there and to get his bar's name out there. And now all of a sudden, people know what this bar is if they've never heard of it before, including LeBron James. So I'm not saying that he doesn't believe in what he said, which was he's going to not you know, show any NBA games. But more so than anything, he, he basically made this a marketing tool for himself. And it it might work. Who knows? I mean, there might be plenty of people that – still, you know, frequent the pub, even though they're not going to have basketball on. Yeah, in personal message, I, I'm not expecting LeBron to, ah, well, hey, hopefully he is a listener to the hiring, but I'm not counting on that. But, you know, hey, LeBron's got a bunch of business associates. I'm sure there's some regular Joes in Akron that may not be on his payroll, but just know LeBron, maybe can get in contact with him. Let me give a message to LeBron. LeBron, when you share articles, share the Acker Beacon Journal article. I tweeted at you from the Beacon Journal account over the weekend, King James. But LeBron shared some <laughs> blog on his Twitter. <laughs> Give us the clicks, LeBron, that it would bring. So <laughs> if you're if LeBron, if you're listening or if you know LeBron, 
support local journalism, LeBron. You know, <laughs> we got your back, LeBron. Exactly. We're not, yeah, we're not bashing you. Share that, you know, Beacon Link or Kent Repository Link. Hey, I work in Canton, Akron with those papers. Help, help me out, LeBron. Let's go. I mean, I'm on your side. I don't know. That's just a personal message. Very, very, what, what do you call it? Very selfish because he can share whatever he wants, but should it be control? Help her clicks. It'd be great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So just interested to see what happens. Let us know what you think in the comments. I can be more practical about this. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the, you know, hey, I'm a Republican, so the police are always right. LeBron stinks. What do you really think? Take your Republican hat off and take your Democrat hat off. Um, I want to see what you think about this. Let us know. And let us know if, if this is any more than just a weird publicity stunt. All right, Craig, we'll be back soon with another segment. Have a good one. <laughs>